Yo, 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 what is up, y'all? Welcome back to episode 6, I'm pretty sure, of the Clamps Basketball Podcast. Yo, I just wanted to say thank y'all for checking in, yo. Uh, it's been really fun so far. Uh, I'm hoping I can continue. It's been my third episode this week. Last one was, on uh, pretty sure, Tuesday. I'm gonna see if I can try and at, at least upload three times a week, but uh, let's get straight into it, right? Um, yeah, we're gonna start off with a recap like we always do. Um... Uh, Celtics versus Pistons, 120-93. I've been noticing that the Celtics has been playing really, really good defense. And I've noticed that they, they've held teams to 30 points at half quite a few times, which is quite impressive. So uh, I just wanted to say that. It was kind of underrated. Uh, I didn't really watch this game a lot. I checked in once or twice. Uh, but it was a blowout, 102-93 to for the Celtics. Jalen Brown had 13 JT had 24-9-1, and on the Pistons' side, Sadiq Bey had 21. Isaiah Stewart had a, an unusual game, having 6 points and 17 rebounds, and Hami played well, 21-14. and 14. Uh, Yeah, next game, 122-115 Pacers. I really, really want to talk to you guys about Ayo DeSumo, the rookie on the um, Pacers. He had a stellar game, uh, 15 points and 14 assists which is, uh, I really like it. He also had a crazy slam at the end of the game that was low-key a dagger. I don't know if y'all saw that, but it was crazy, crazy, crazy. Uh, he's been playing, like, he honestly doesn't make mistakes. Like, I don't know, it doesn't, like, like when you watch him play, like, you don't really get mad at him. Like, if he's in the corner for a three, he'll make it. He knows when to drive. He plays great defense. I Like, he's, like, I don't know how to explain it. He just doesn't make mistakes. And it's great by him. Oh, but, like, the Bulls, they also had some great games from Debo, 31 points. And a great game from Vooch, 36 and 17, with four assists. And on the Pacers side, Karis Levert had a 42-piece. And Terry Taylor also had a 21-14 game rebounds. Uh, yeah. Next up, Raptors versus the, Raptors versus the Hawks. This was a good game. It was 114 to 125. Oh, last game, by the way, was 122 to 115. I didn't say that already. But the Raptors game was 114 to 125 in their favor. It doesn't seem that close, but it was a very, very close game at the end. Very fun game to watch. Uh, Pascal Siakam had 25 points in the first half. He was going off. Uh, very fun to watch him play in that first half. And then in the second half, it was Fred Van Vliet just pulling from three anywhere and getting crazy, crazy dimes. Same with um my boy Delano Benton, who went to my school, um my high school. He was playmaking the hell out of the ball. Only had three assists, but it just felt like way, way more than that. Uh, yeah, uh, Pascal Siakam had 33-9-4, but 25 points in the half, which is crazy. He took a step back in that second half, but... Still a great, great game. Fred Van Vliet, he had a crazy second half, pulling from anywhere on three. He also had 11 dimes. Scotty Barnes had a great game, 16-9-4, with two steals. Gary Trent Jr. being Gary Trent Jr., scoring 19 points and three threes. Um, Let me just take a quick moment to talk about Gary Trent. So recently, he's been, like, putting up 30 pieces, like, super easily, right? And honestly, like, I'm not upset that it's, like, coming to the stop. Like, 
if Gary Trent can still like 20 points, but like shoot three, like make three threes in a game, I'm completely happy. If this is the Gary Trent we get for the rest of the season, I'm so happy. But like, obviously, I want to see him succeed and be great and stuff. Like, I want to see him average through the entire season, obviously. But if this is what we get, I'm perfectly happy. This is what I like expect from him, you know? And also, OG and Obi, he had eight points and 10 rebounds. Doesn't seem like a lot. But down in the stretch, he had a couple really good blocks, steals, and I'm pretty sure one three or two point. I can't remember, but he played very solid. May not show in the stat sheet. And on the Hawks side, DeAndre Hunter played great in the first half. I'm pretty sure he had 15. But it was low key a battle between him and Siakam. Trey Young also played good, 22 six and 13 with 13 assists, as well as John Collins 23 and six. Oh, and Bogdan Bogdanovich. Had a great game, 18 points. Very fun watching Bogdanovich and Trey Young play. I don't really watch the Hawks too, too much. And I don't know, I just really enjoy watching Trey Young play. He's very, very, very crafty. And I love the Bob play with him and Quint Capella and John Collins. Uh, Yeah, next game, 98-107, to 107, the Mavericks. Luka Doncic has been going off, man. Like, triple doubles like this, bro. Uh, Of course, they won by quite a bit. 33, 13, 15 for Luka. It is so, so fun watching Luka play when he's hot. And honestly, sometimes it feels like he's the only player on that team that can really score consistently. I know we had 19 points from Jalen Brunson, 20 points from Reggie Bullock, and 14 from Dwight Powell. But it just feels like whenever Luka gets the ball, he can almost guarantee a like a bucket or an amazing assist. Like... I just feel he needs some help in there. If he gets like some like somewhat of a secondary star that can like handle the ball like a shot creator, they could be like a top four seed. And then on the Philly side, Embiid had another MVP performance, but they lost twenty seven and thirteen. Tyrese Maxey had eighteen points, two is two rebounds and six assists. I was seeing all over Instagram that. The Philadelphia 76ers are now open to trading Ben, uh, or not the 76ers. The Nets are now open to like listening to Harden trades, like Harden for Ben Simmons. And they Philadelphia said, we'll do it, but we'll like, we'll like, we'll like try and work something up, but they're not trying to give in Tyrese Maxey. I don't know really what other asset they could give with Ben Simmons that would make sense, for, like, like that trade, but like, I don't really know what would make sense for them. Maybe, like, obviously, they throw in Matisse Thibault. Maybe, like, Gorgi Zhang. Uh, I don't really know, though. Like, if they won't throw in Tyrese Maxey, I don't really know what. I don't think they'll throw in Seth Curry. Obviously, not Joel Embiid. Obviously, not Tobias Harris. And, I don't know, maybe Seth Curry, but I, I highly doubt it. I don't know. You guys, like, give me your opinions on, uh, I don't know, maybe, like, a good Harden trade. I might... I might like look up Leach Report one day and see top Harden trades uh, before this trade deadline. And I'll react to that. Maybe I'll do that. Uh, next one was a very close game. Cavs beat the Hornets 102 to 101. Damn. I, I forgot to talk about this, but Jarrett Hallen and Pascal Siakam really, really won an Irish block. I don't know if Kevin Durant is still injured. Like, is still like, going to be injured for the. All-Star Weekend, but if if they do, I don't know who that forward spot goes to. It's obviously going between Siakam and Jarrett Allen. Siakam had an amazing first half scoring 25 points, but 
Jared Allen played crazy good, 29 and 22. Like, these boys just really want that all-star spot. I wish they could both get it, but that's obviously not how it is. Oh, or, like, I don't know if they're doing this, but maybe they could give a guard the higher spot, even though a, a forward uh, a forward was injured. Like, maybe they could give it to Lamelo, because I heard some stuff about DeJounte Murray being the higher spot for Draymond Green. But I don't know. We don't really know much. The NBA hasn't really said anything about that so far. But, yeah, about this game, Evan Mobley played pretty good. He filled up the statue 8-8-5-2. Eight, eight, um... Who else? But Kevin Love, oh my goodness, great, great game, 25-9. and nine. I did not watch the entirety of this game. I just checked in when it was close. Uh, yeah. And then on the Charlotte side, Terry Rozier played good. And Terry Rozier and LaMelo Ball, 24 for Terry and 15-6-3 for LaMelo. Next game was the Spurs versus the Rockets. I did not watch this game, guys. I ain't gonna lie. I don't really watch that many Rockets games. But, uh... Josh, uh, Josh Christopher, I, I, I don't know if that was his name for a second. Yeah, Josh Christopher had a good game. Same with Alperin Sungoon. Uh, congratulations to Alperin for making the uh, Rising Stars game team. Uh, yeah, I think Christian Wood also played well 13 and 11. Then Sacramento, ooh, DeJounte Murray, 19, 7 and 11. Oh, he wants that off-star spot real bad. Uh, Kelvin Johnson also played well, 19, 7 1. And 21-10 for Yakupoto. I heard that, um, I forget what it was. Was it the Boston Celtics were really interested in Yakupoto? Again, I don't really know what they do for that. A lot of teams really, really want Yakupoto. Raptors, Clippers, a lot of teams want him. So I, I think he should get moved because I don't really think he fits the timeline over there. I think he's around, like, 29. I'm not sure. But, uh, yeah, he really needs to get out of San Antonio. I just don't think it's a great fit. Oh, it was a blowout, by the way. 106-131 in the San Antonio Spurs' favor. Next up was the Nets versus the Jazz. Damn, the Nets have been kind of ass, bro. I ain't gonna lie. They're, they're half a game. Yeah, they're half a game out of the play-in behind the Raptors. Raptors have been on, like, a six-game win streak. Um, I don't know. They've just been losing games, bro. I think they're on like a, like a six or seven game losing streak. I don't know. Don't quote me on that, but they've not been winning basketball games. Uh, and damn, I'm not gonna lie. James Harden has been playing kind of booty. He didn't play tonight, but yeah, he, yeah, he didn't play tonight. But he's been playing kind of booty. Kyrie Irving's he's been doing great, honestly. Twenty two five and five is what he's averaging this season. He had fifteen three and six, but uh, you're gonna expect that if he's a guy that hasn't played a lot this season. 30 points from Cam Thomas, great, great rookie. A lot of people really like him. I do, too. Um, yeah. On the Jazz side, uh, 27 for Donovan Mitchell, 14 for Mike Conley, 19 for Bogdanovich. Bo Young Bogdanovich, Bogdanovich, by the way. And um, they said that they wanted to trade, like, like I don't know if they could trade Joe Ingles anymore because he is injured, but they really, really need to trade for, like, a new defensive stalker, like, maybe they trade away, like, Yudoku Azubuki, he's a young guy, he just had a good game, 11, 10 and 11, maybe they could, like, trade, I don't know, like, some sort of, like, I don't really know who, but, like, some sort of wing that could play defense, because they do already have quite a few backup bigs, already, obviously, Rudy Gobert, and then, like, Hassan Whiteside, and then, like, I guess you could say Eric Pascal, and Royce O'Neal could also rate, run some small ball big. 
But um, yeah, you let me know on that. But they got blown out. Brooklyn, 102-125, Jazz favor. 113-105, Nuggets. I did not watch this game either. Um, Brandon Ingram played well for the Pelicans. Same with Herb Jones. Wow, great game from him. 25 points. It's not very like common to see him score the ball that much. But also, Killian, uh, Jackson says, sorry, had a good game scoring 22-11. and 11. And uh, on the Nuggets side, Jokic had a great game, 25-12-9, and 9, fighting for that MVP spot. Um, Will Barton played good in 17. Morris, Monte Morris played good in 19. And uh, last game of the day, 96-93 trailblazers. I tuned in like a very, very tiny bit. Like, I ain't gonna lie. I didn't really watch this game like that. Um, score was 96-93. Uh, Lou Dora played great, 23 points. Same with Josh Giddey, 16, 7, and 3. Uh, but on the Portland side, CJ McCollum played well. Anthony Simons played well. And uh, Nurk has played pretty well. 19 for CJ, 19 for Anthony, 14 and 16 for Nurk. And uh, I'll be talking about their trade very, very soon. Um... Next up, I, I just want to talk about a little bit of the Raptors. So far, like, they've been, like, playing very good against, like, the top seeds in the East and in the West. Like, they beat the Suns. They have beat the Miami Heat. They beat the Bulls. Just beat the Atlanta Hawks, who have been great this season. But I think everyone knows that they're not a bad team. Like, they were just in the West uh, Eastern Conference Finals. So, like, I wouldn't, like, I know this might be, like, a hot take or something. But, like, as a lower seed, I wouldn't be surprised if the Raptors, like, took a, like, I don't know, like, I don't know if the Brooklyn Nets will still be the first seed, but if I wouldn't be surprised if they took a Brooklyn Nets to, like, six games or the Bulls or the Heat to six games because all of their games have been very, very competitive. Like, they had an OT against the Bulls and triple OT against the, the Heat. Like, honestly, like, what do you guys think about that? Do you think, like, a sixth or, like, a seventh-seeded Raptors could take, like, nah, like a now, now in this case it'd be, a two-seeded Miami Heat to six game. I would be surprised if they actually won the series, but I wouldn't be surprised if there was a lot of games in that series. I talked about Philly and Harden trade. Oh, okay, let's talk about the Rising Stars game. I really like it, honestly. Um, I don't know if you've heard what they're doing, but they're basically... Um, they got four coaches, Rick Barry, Gary Payton, uh, Isaiah Thomas, like old Isaiah Thomas, Detroit Pistons Isaiah Thomas, and James Worthy to be honorary coaches, right? And then they draft team. They draft a team of like rookies, sophomores, and G League Ignite players, which I really like. They had like I think it was like eight rookies, eight sophomores, and then four G League Ignite. I don't I'm not hundred percent sure. It might be more than that, but um, yeah, that's what it was. And the team, I really like, like, the idea. They basically split them up into four teams, and they just play games. I'm pretty sure it's, like, the first uh, a 75 points, like, NBA 75. Let me go over the teams. I'll give you, like, a quick prediction of, what, like, what team I think will win. So the first team is Team Rick Barry. It's Cade Cunningham, Dyson Daniels from the G League, Evan Mobley, Isaac Okoro, Alpren Sengun, Jay Sean Tate, and Franz Wagner. Shit, bro. Uh, Rick Barry. I didn't, I didn't watch the draft live, by the way, but... uh. This is not a good team, Rick Barry. Yeah, do better. Like, you got Cade and, like, Franz Wagner and Evan Mobley. But uh, the next teams, I just feel, are so much superior. So I, I think this team is honestly going to come last. 
Next up is Coach Gary Payton. Nah, this guy might be my winner. Him or Isaiah Thomas. I'll get to that. Or not him either. Isaiah. Him or James Worthy are worthy for the win. I'm just kidding, bro. That was not funny. Okay, uh, Team Payton was LaMelo Ball. Good pick. Scotty Barnes. Good pick. Io. Good pick. Chris Duarte. Good pick. Jaden McDaniels. Good pick. Davion Mitchell. Great pick. And Scott Henderson. Honestly, I don't know that much about G League. The only G League games I watch are like Raptors 905 when there's nothing on. So I don't really know, to be honest with you. But uh, you guys let me know. Uh, oh, and the Team Barry, Barry's um, G League Night Play was Dyson Daniels. I don't know if I said that or not. But uh, Team Gary Pay is a very, very good. I really like um, LaMelo Ball and Scotty Barnes. I want to see how that works. So, like, two somewhat of playmaking players. And then, like, honestly, I feel like LaMelo Ball and him, like, since it's a Rising Stars game, I feel like they'll play, like, fun together. Like, I feel like we'll see a couple of lobs or something. I think it'll be a good fun game to watch. And same with Io. I think he fits well with those guys. Like, a good defender and a low-key, uh, like, a three-pointer. And he's like, he can do everything, honestly. Next up, Team Isaiah Thomas. I think this team will be very fun. I don't know if it'll win, but it'll be very, very fun. Precious Achua, Desmond Bain, Sadiq Bay, Anthony Edwards, Tyrese Halliburton, Jaden Hardy, Isaiah Stewart. All right, guys, the reason I really like this team is kind of like, I don't really know, it's like kind of stupid, but recently I was just playing like a 2K My League, and I got Anthony Edwards, Tyrese Halliburton on the same team, and it was so much fun, guys. Like, like I don't know, like, it was just Tyrese Halliburton, like, ringing it up the court. And then, like, he finds Anthony Edwards in the corner. Anthony Edwards catches it, catches it, pump fakes the ball, and goes straight in for a dunk. I just, like, I can imagine that this happening in this Rising Stars game, and it'll be, like, so much fun to watch. Like, I just feel like this will be a very fun team to watch. As well, they have Desmond Bain, who also could stretch the fourth. Them. Same with Sadiq Bay. I feel like he'll be great with them. Jaden Hardy, again, I do not know much about the G League. Isaiah Suit and Precious holding it down at the five or four position. Yeah, I really like this team. I wouldn't be surprised if this team wins, but this is not my pick. It's probably Team Gary Payton. Next up, we got Team Worthy. Is he worthy of winning it? All right, so he has Cole Anthony. Uh, wait, I, I might have some difficulty with this name. Marjan Bouchamp. He's from the G League. I don't know much about him. Y'all tell me. And then he has Josh Giddy, Jalen Green, Herb Jones, Tyrese Max, and Jalen Suggs. Um, honestly, I don't think there's, like, a superstar on this team, like, any of the other teams, like, some teams have, like, Anthony Edwards, LaMelo Ball, like, I guess Rick Barry's team doesn't really have any, but I just feel like this team will very, very mesh with each other, like, I feel like there's a role for everyone, like, Cole Anthony, like, the playmaking and, like, shot creator, Majan Bouchamp, I don't really know about him, but, like, shitty, I bet he's a full player, uh, and congratulations to him making the, this uh, team. Then Josh Giddy, a pure playmaker, rebounder, I, good good fit with Cole Anthony. Then Jalen Green, athletic, 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 scoring. Herb Jones plays some great, great defense with them. Tyrese Maxey, another shot creator and playmaker. And the same with Jalen Suggs. I don't know. Y'all let me know. I feel like my top three team, my like ranking of them would be Team Gary Payton first and by quite a bit. Then... Precious Achua, uh, then Isaiah Thomas's team with Precious Achua, Anthony Edwards, Tyree Talbert, and Desmond Bain, all those guys. Uh, I wouldn't be surprised if this team's been, I don't know why I said 
uh, Team Gary Payton by a lot. I meant these two teams were ahead by a lot. But then I had Team Worthy. I, I don't think his team's like, like, like if you look at his team, you'll think, oh, his team's Loki the worst. But uh, I just think they'll fit together. I think they may be able to win. But like, I don't know. Y'all let me know. And then Rick Barry. He has like, honestly, I know you guys see like Evan Mobley and Kate cutting out those, those guys, but I don't like this team whatsoever. Y'all let me know. All right. They're also doing another thing during halftime. They're doing something called the clutch challenge. Um, I'm damn guys, this is gonna be a long ass video. It's already 20 minutes long. Hope y'all okay with that one. Alright, so let's get into it. Um clutch the clutch challenge during halftime. This is very, very interesting in my opinion. So there are four teams. Team one is like um sophomores, team two is rookies, team three is also rookies, and team four is Ignite. So they have team one is Tyree Talbert and Desmond Bain. I like that. Team 2 is Scotty Burns, Chris Duarte. I like that a lot. I think those two will be interesting to watch play. Then Team 3 is Evan Mobley and Josh Giddy. And then Team 4 is Van Bozeng and Michael Foster Jr. So in this challenge, it's actually very interesting. So there's like um, was it, five shots on the court. There's Magic Johnson's baby hook. Charles Barkley, top of the key. Damian Lillard from the logo. Reggie Miller from the wing and Ray Allen from corner three. If you guys could like kind of somewhat imagine this, like in your head, the court and all of those shots, basically all those teams have like, so basically the first team has one minute and 30 seconds to do it, right? So like, and they can't go two times in a row. So like, let's say they start off with like, let's see, let's see what's team one. So let's say Tyrese Halliburton starts off shooting it from three. Then Reggie Miller shoots it, baby hook. Then... That's, uh, let's say, okay, Tyrese Maxey takes, not Tyrese Maxey, fuck, bro, messing up. Um, Ray Atlas, let's say Tyrese Halliburton takes the three, no, Ray Allen one, then um, Desmond Bain takes the baby hook, then Tyrese Halliburton takes the Reggie Miller from the wing, then, um, then Desmond Bain takes Damian Lillard from the logo, then Chris, Chris uh, Charles Barkley uh, gets taken by... Tyrese Halliburton, and then if let's say they do that in one minute and t- ten seconds, right? Then the timer changes from one minute thirty seconds to one minute ten seconds, and it goes on and on and on until all the teams play, and then whichever team has the lowest time wins. Um, my prediction, f- I like that a lot. Honestly, I feel like that's interesting. I like how like integrates different shots and all that. But my pick to win it is honestly probably Team One. I just feel like both those guys are better, sh- like three point shooters, and there's most of the things are like three point shots. So I would say probably Tyrese Halbin, Desmond Bain, then Team Two, then Team Three, then Team Four. Team Three with Evan Mobley and Josh Giddy. There's just not really someone that can make those threes for them. Like, I don't, like maybe Josh Giddy, but I don't think he make that Dame shot. But uh, I, I, I don't know. What do you think? And then I think the fourth team, because I just don't know a lot about them, the Ignite team. You, you guys, if you guys know anything about the Ignite team, uh, if those about those Ignite teams, please tell me. I'm, I'm like low key interested. I'm probably gonna like check out the game. I like how they're integrating like the NBA and the G League together. Like, I feel like that's great for both the leagues. Um, yeah, y'all let me how you what you guys, uh, how you guys feel about those. And uh, let's talk about um, some all stars. We had Chris Middleton. Chris Middleton be selected as an all-star. I just want to say before I start, 
I, I hate the word snob. Chris Middleton, deserving player. You can make an argument for literally like half these players to be an all-star, right? Like obviously you can make a um an argument for Chris Middleton to be an all-star. He is not like like it is not as bad as it sounds. Like it like he doesn't not deserve it. Like he doesn't not deserve it, right? Like I'm so happy Chris Middleton. I love uh Michael Red Gilchrist, the wannabe, right? You know, you know. If you know, you know. Um uh, but uh you know, like uh, he's like he did not steal the spot from anyone. No one, quote unquote, deserved it more. If you know what I'm, I mean, right? But like, I feel like, I don't know. I just feel like Chris Middleton. They've been great. The Bucks have been great. They are the fourth seed. Whenever Chris Middleton, Drew Holiday, and Giannis play together, they like are like undefeated or some shit. But I don't know. I just feel like. I don't know, I feel like uh, it would make more sense for other players to make it, like, like, sure, like, I guess they deserve two All-Stars, right? But, like, I'd, if, if let's say you say the Bucks deserve two All-Stars, I'm taking Drew Holiday, I know he's not a forward, but I'm taking Drew Holiday as my, uh, my second All-Star from the, for the Bucks, like, he's been having a better season, shooting it more efficiently, and everything like that, like, y'all let me know, Chris Middleton or Drew Holiday, this season specifically, I'm taking Drew Holiday. But um, I was saying that like I'm not sad that like Jared Allen did not get selected as an All Star. I'm just like, why you know like I I don't really know why the coaches would choose him over Jared Allen. Like I just feel like Jared Allen has been playing a much much more important role for the Cavs than Chris Middleton is playing for the Bucks. Like I don't know if that's true or not, but in my opinion, I feel like it is like. He's holding down the defensive and like kind of like a mini Rudy Gobert for them, taking like being a great uh, vertical threat on defense and on offense. Like, I don't know, you guys let me know on that. Then I had a lot of people saying, like, at the start of the season, no, like not at the start of the season, but like once the Yakum started playing well with those like 30 pieces and triple, like almost triple doubles, no one was saying anything about Siak. And I was like, yo, he's going very much under the radar and stuff. Like, like he should at least be in consideration for an offset. But now, Oh, I got shit in my mentions saying, where's Siakam? Why isn't he an all-star? Fuck out of here, Chris Middleton. What are you doing here? And I'm like, I'm like defending uh, Jared Allen saying he should be an all-star over him. Like, and I'm a Raptors fan, right? But like, hopefully, hopefully, hopefully. I wouldn't be mad if KD plays, but hopefully KD doesn't play. And so we can get another all-star. I think it is between Pascal and Jared Allen. I think it will go to Jared Allen because they are the much higher seed. But uh, y'all let me know. I don't want to talk about this too much because um, I, I fucking hate the word snub. Like, no one was snubbed from the all-star list. Everyone on this team deserves it. There's no, like, fucking, like, I don't know, like, no sc- scrub on the team. There's no, like, Kevin Knox on that team. Like, no offense Kevin Knox, but, like, you're obviously not deserving to be an all-star. But there's no one that was snubbed from the list. I don't know if that I don't know if that makes sense, but uh, y'all let me know. That's probably the title. I fucking hate snubs, or or it might be might be something else. All right, Blazers trade. Let's talk about that. If you all don't know the trade, let me go over it one second. It was let me go on Twitter because I don't want to mess it up. Go on Woj. Woj. Yo guys, let me know Woj or Shams. I'm a Woj guy, but y'all let me know. 
Okay, the trade was um, the Clippers are trading Eric Bledsoe, Justice Winslow, Keon Johnson, and a future second-round pick to the Trailblazers for Norm and Robert Covington. Uh, the pick was from uh, second round via Detroit, by the way. I just saw that on James. All right, let's talk about the Blazers' side first. Okay, like, this shit don't make no sense for the Blazers, right? Like, it doesn't make sense if you're going into a full rebu- rebuild mode. Like, I, I guess it does. You got Keon Johnson. Like, he's a young player. But other than that, you got a, a second-round pick, bro. Like, what is that going to do anything for your rebuild? Like, I guess you're making cap, like, caps, like, space. But, like, if you're going to rebuild, why do you want to sign anyone, really? Um, And it doesn't really make sense if you're trying to go all-in, right? Like, because you could easily get more from Norm, in my opinion. Like, I don't know the market for Norm that well, but, like... I feel like you could get more than fucking Keon Johnson and Eric Bledsoe and Justice Winslow, my bad, Justice. But, like, yeah, it doesn't also make sense. Like, the only, only like, scenario that it might make sense is to get extra salary cap to, like, get a new free agent, which is, like, very unlikely. Like, I don't think Portland is a, is a, like, what's it called? Hmm. A destination, right? So that doesn't really make sense either. But I really like to trade for the Clippers, right? Like, they... I feel like it'll be interesting to have another, like, Norm Powell being the guard for that team. And he could finally be go back to being a guard, which I really love for him. And, yeah, like, I love that for him. It could be... And once PG comes back in quiet, I think that'll be very, very fun, very interesting. If they make it as a 7-8 seed, I would not be surprised if they're able to make it past the second round, right? And, uh, yo, that's all I have time for you today. Go follow my socials. I know y'all already know that. Come on now. And, uh, it was a long video. Hope to see you soon. Um, I don't know. See you. See you Monday or unless a a big trade goes down. Peace.